Hey, I'm Jesse. Let's have a devotion. Do not count out revival. Do not count out the possibility that God could take an entire city that belongs to the enemy and has been seemingly unconquerable by just for generations for the Israelites and say that is the city where worship is going to happen. That's going to be the heartbeat of Old Testament worship. That is exactly the case for the city of Jerusalem. At this point, as phenomenal as the army of Israel has been, even in the book of Joshua, they were not able to take Jerusalem. That wouldn't come until after the end of the book of Joshua, all the way through the era of the judges. And then it would take even the third king and a schism in the monarchical era of Israel before they would finally build the temple where worship would take place in Jerusalem. So remember this, even as you see current events unfold, don't count out the possibility that God could take a part of Gaza, even Gaza City, and say, you know what, I'm going to bring revival there, because God has done it before. Just read with me. Here it is in Joshua chapter 15, beginning in verse 48. In the hill country, Shamir, Jatir, Soko, Dana, Kiriath, Sana, that is Debir, Anab, Eshtemo, Anim, Goshen, Holon, and Gilo, 11 cities with their settlements. Arab, Duma, Ishan. Let me pause right here because I may not be saying that one right, but I'm going to call it Ishan because um, a classmate of my son Austin's came up to him and said, hey, uh, you're a Christian, right? Guess what? I thought about you because I just became a Christian. And now he's been coming and helping and serving in our church. He, he helps with the media team and his name is Ishan. And now he's sharing the gospel uh, with his family members. It's incredible. So pray for Ishan. I'm going to call this city Ishan. I don't care if the Bible scholars critique my pronunciation. Janim, Beth Tapua, Afeka, Humta, Kiriath Abba, Arba, that is, uh, that is Hebron, and Zior, nine cities with their settlements. Maon, Carmel, Zif, Judah, Jezreel, Joktium, Zanoa, Cain, Gibeah, and Timna, ten cities with their settlements. Um, he pronounced it weird when I listened to this one, uh, so I'm not sure if he did it right, but forgive me. Halhul, Bethzur, Gidor, Maerath, Beth Anoth, and El um, Eltakon, six cities with their settlements. Kiriath Baal, that is Kiriath Jerim, and Rabbah, two cities with their settlements. In the wilderness, Beth Arabah, Medan, uh, Sakaka, Nibshan, the city of salt, and Engedi, six cities with their settlements. And Getty also is one of these cities has a soft spot in my heart. Uh, when I was at Lifeway, we sent a film crew with the very first consumer-facing VR camera to Engedi to capture one of the waterfalls there because those are some of the locales that are described in David's Psalms. When he was running from his persecutors, he would go to Engedi, and there the Holy Spirit would give him some of the Psalms. And I feel like the the geography of Engedi helped influence some of the poetic language that David uses in the Psalms. Well, here it is. It is named uh, specifically as one of the cities that's, that's in the tribe of Judah. Look at this. But the descendants of Judah could not drive out the Jebusites who lived in Jerusalem. So the Jebusites still live in Jerusalem among the descendants of Judah today. Even the seemingly indomitable army of Israel during the era of Joshua's leadership couldn't take Jerusalem. Jerusalem? Like, really? Man, that's like the heartbeat of, of Judaism, and they couldn't take it. You saw this in the book of Judges. When we did our, our series, uh, Failure, Lust, and Loss, first by verse of the book of Judges, 
the final atrocity that leads to this big war um, was in the vicinity of Jebus, or sometimes I call it Jebus because I think it's funny to say it that way. It was it was the like the the most lost of all the lost cities. Uh, the Jebusites were the ones who lived there. That's where it had also had this name. Jebus. In fact, we saw this in Genesis 10, verses 15 through 16. Canaan, don't just think about the land Canaan. Canaan was a dude. Right? He's the namesake for the land of Canaan. Canaan fathered Sidon. It's one of the cities as well. Actually, a couple of places named Sidon, I think. His firstborn Heth, as well as the Jebusites. There they are. The Amorites and the Girgashites. So uh, many of the, uh, a few, a few of the, the seven uh, Gentile nations came from Canaan. Now, here's more about uh, the Jebusites and where God promised Abraham that that land would belong to his, uh, his people. This is even older. This is the book of Genesis. This is the first book of the Bible. So as war continues to unfold at the time of filming in the land of Israel, specifically the land allocated to the tribe of Judah, the exact land that we're studying right now, this is an even older promise. On that day, the Lord made a covenant with Abram, because it wasn't yet going by Abraham, saying, I give this land to your offspring from the brook of Egypt to the great river, the Euphrates River, the land of the Kenites, Kenizzites, Cadmonites, Hethites, Perizzites, Rephaim, Amorites, Canaanites, Girgashites, and Jebusites. That includes Jerusalem. Now, it's going to take a long time from Abraham, Isaac, Jake, Joseph, and all the way through uh, the, 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 the slavery in, in Egypt and the exodus with Moses and now the conquest by Joshua and then eventually the whole era of the judges and then Samuel steps up and then Israel becomes a monarchy and Saul's the first king and then David's the second king and then Solomon finally is the king and then there's a schism between Israel and Judah and then after that, finally, uh, you can see you, you, that by that time, you could see Jerusalem as we know it today and that was the land of the Jebusites. Now, the Jebusites had a bone to pick with Joshua because of what happened in Joshua chapter 10. The sun stand still prayer that God answered. The most epic interstellar miracle of, of the Bible. I believe that God just caused all of space time to simply become space. I think that he halted all of time um, just for that, that battle. But what really matters is that like God's able to do it. And God answered this audacious prayer from Joshua. Then Joshua said, open the mouth of the cave, bring those five kings to me out of there. That is what they did. They brought the five kings of Jerusalem, Hebron, Jarmuth, Lachish, and Eglon to Joshua out of the cave. When they brought uh, the kings to, to him, Joshua summoned all the men of Israel and said to the military commanders who had accompanied him, come here and put your feet on the necks of these kings. So the commanders came forward and put their feet on their necks. Joshua said to them, Do not be afraid or discouraged. Be strong and courageous, for the Lord will do this to all the enemies you fight. So he had already uh, he had already taken out some kings, and he had told them, The Lord's going to do this to everyone that you fight. Here's where the victory actually eventually comes when it comes to Jerusalem. It wouldn't be until 2 Samuel 5. Here's verse 6. The king and his men marched to Jerusalem against the Jebusites who had inhabited the land. The Jebusites had said to David, you will never get in here. Even the blind and lame can repel you, thinking David can't get in here. Yet David did capture the stronghold of Zion, that is, the city of David. Man, that's a boss move right there. David captured it. 
and uh, Zion, the stronghold of Zion, it becomes known as of that verse as the city of David. David, of course, king uh, of Israel, and uh, would become, and it also would become one of the uh, part of the genealogy that would lead to Jesus. So, wow, it took several generations before this actually was fulfilled. There's this conspicuous. Uh, there's this conspicuous, you know, loss on this record in uh, in the book of Joshua in verse 63. There's Jerusalem, but wow, one day through the sovereign hand of God, according to His perfect foreknowledge, having promised it all the way back in Genesis to Abram before he even went by Abraham that the land of the Jebusites would belong to his people. Guess what happened in 2 Samuel chapter 5 under the leadership of King David? Don't count out revival. God is always able to bring it. If he could take the city of Jebus, city of Jerusalem, that was in enemy hands for generations and say, that's where worship's going to happen. He can absolutely do the same thing in modern day Gaza. Don't count out revival. Revival. 